the question isn't in a vacuum. The question isn't in a vacuum why we need to be taught what the sheer schach is, how much schach you need. Right? We, are, we all know this halacha, right? We learned this in third grade, so it's obvious. But it's not really so obvious. It's not obvious in a vacuum how much schach you would need. The, Rashi's only question is that relative, we already know this from a different source in Shas. This question isn't in a vacuum that you need to know it. There's a novelty in teaching us that uh, as long as it's 51%, you're good. If it's thick as a house, even though you can't see the stars, from inside, it's just like everybody gets wrong. Like all my kids came home knowing one thing this year about one thing they knew from school. There was one thing they knew, and that was if you can't see the scars, the stars, your sukkah's puzzle. Well, it's not true. The one thing they knew about sukkah is not true. Right? In other words, you don't need to see the stars. Right? There's a, there's a shita in the Rishonim, I believe, if I remember correctly, Rabbi Tam shita, that like ideally you're supposed to see three stars. But it's not Likuba, it's a Mephorsha Mishnah. That is not a problem. Is it, is it Hitler or what is it? Come <coughs> out of nowhere. Like, even if you don't see the stars, obviously there's some sort of connection to stars. Even if you can't see, otherwise it's so random. It's like, where it comes from. Well, we're going to say that maybe you have to see Kofi Chama. I need to see the stars. Like the Mishnah has the Well, how, why, how thick it is. Well, that's an interesting question. I mean, we're going to have to see why, what the Havamina is. Chaim is asking a very good question. Right? He knows, what is the Havamina? What, why would I have thought that too much schach should be a problem? Right. Now, it might get into sukkah diras kfar, sukkah diras arai. Right. In other words, you might say that if a sukkah needs to be a temporary dwelling, then too much schach, there could be such a thing as too much schach. We, we, we might have to see. We're going to see maybe even there's such a halacha that you have to be koch vechama near mitocha. Vechama's opinion. Right later on, uh, right? What is the basis of Beishamai's opinion? We can ask. Um, Rashi here says later on when we talk about it. Just just to quickly give a foreshadow over here, Rashi says, That's Rashi's language in explaining Beishamai's opinion. Right, so. You know, I don't know exactly what that means. It's not similar to a sukkah. I guess, it, I guess like, like Simcha is saying, that maybe it's too kavua. And Rashi doesn't use that word, but Rashi says not dome to a sukkah to defend it. So maybe that's the idea. Why would the Mishnah say kashera in the middle? Okay, so let's see the Gemara. So, so Mayor is asking a very good and obvious question on the Mishnah, right? Another, oh, sorry, what? About what? Saying it's oh, no, so listing a whole bunch of things that are kosher, right? But they're so two different the types of cases. Right, but they're, they're opposite no. cases. Right? One is saying how thin the schach can be, and one is saying how full the schach can be. Okay. So one's a bottom shear and one's a top shear. So I thought the mission was just sort of breaking up, breaking into two pieces, because they're two different uh, types of things. So the more I asked, my meduvlelis, what a... Sorry, what did you say, Harvey? No, I'm saying, but, but the concept that the Mishnah is bringing is really one concept. It's about the thickness of the sock. Because it says, if, if, if there's yes, more shade than sun, it's kosher. But even if it's as thick as a house, it's kosher, even if you can't see the stars. So it's really one concept about the thickness of the sock. Well, it's but one that's issue. Why that's why it's one. Oh, well, you just said, well, he asked why it was broken up, though. Well, it's broken up within one Mishnah into two component parts because... Well, because it's a spectrum. Right. So, I, I, in other words, and even though it's dealing with one issue, which is you might title it in Shulchan Aruch, whatever, the thickness of the schach, right? 
However, at the end of the day, the source for the issues might be totally different. The issue with saying too much chach, like we just said, probably like Simcha said, is probably the answer that's too kavua. Right? The other side is that it's, it's, it, you're not getting shade. So it's not even a hut. Right? So the two ends of the spectrum reflect two different rationales. Well, you know, how we know the source for how much stachli is it could be, might be an interesting question, how much you need. I mean, a fair question to ask on the Mishnah is who told the Mishnah that the shear is 51%? What is the source that it's 51%? Also, there's an earlier Mishnah that deals with this. So that's Rashi's question, right. and that the Gemara is going to take up with. The Gemara is going to say how from the two Mishnah on the bottom of Chapei, so basically Gemara is going to put the two together and arrive at a new halacha which emerges from the reconciliation of the two Mishnayas. Right? So that's not, that's a good question, that's Rashi's question, and that's going to be addressed by the Gemara itself. But it is, this remains a fair question, who told the Gemara the Shir, I don't remember offhand if the Gemara earlier talks about it, or not, but it's, it is quite novel to say the Shir, I mean, it, you need to know. It's not, it's not self-evident at all what the Shir Shach should be. So, the, that's the Mishnah. Can we assume that Medulos is, is something similar to something with extra or more stock, based on that it's putting it together with these other things? Well, let, let's see how the Gemara analyzes it, because that, that issue, that? how to analyze Meduvleles, is going to be the, the source of the Machlokas Rabbish well, right away in the Gemara. Then how to put Meduvleles together with Tzilsa, Meruba Mechamsa, or not, is going to be the question that the Gemara is grappling with at the outset, okay? But again, we don't know the, even the Teich, right? We asked, we just took a straw poll, and no one can even say the Teich, no one can even say the dictionary definition of the word Meduvleles, right? Like Chaim said, the closest thing is probably Tevelum, right? Which means figs, which means nothing, right? So what does it mean? So my Meduvleles, what is Meduvleles? Amarav, Sukkah Ania. So a poor sukkah. Now there's a weak shvach. sukkah, a shvach sukkah, shvach schach. There you go. Ushmul Amar, what? It's a band. It's a band. Ushmul Amar, kana ola the kana yore. One one branch is up and one branch is down. So let's see what Rashi says. What kana ola the kana yore is? You see this Rashi over here? Kana ola the kana yore. Shalo hishve haschach. So the reeds of the schach are not parallel to each They're not next to each other. They're not resting at the same height as each other. One reed is on top. One is lower. And therefore, says Rashi, practically speaking, at the end of the day, it's chamsa meruba mitzilsa. Because as a result of the staggered height of the schach, you, you, don't, breaks, you have breaks in the schach, and therefore although you have enough schach that would, if it, theor- the same level. if it was on the same level, theoretically would be sufficient schach to create silsa meruba mechamsa. In this case, practically speaking, you have chamsa meruba mechamsa, vashmeina masnisen damrinan kol she'ilu hayu mesachim b'shavah, the Mishnah is teaching us something quite novel. You could have a sukkah, which at the end of the day is chamsam ruba mitzilsa, has more sun than shade, and still it's a kosher sukkah. How? It's like a great riddle. How is it kosher? Right? According to Rashi. 
Because theoretically, if you were to put them at the same height, so you're really asking a question. Ask the question. He's asking a question. It's toast is a question. What's the question? Bird's eye view, it's not Chamsim Rumitzelsa. What's Rashi talking about? If, right? If you're taking a bird's eye view and they're just staggered like this and like this and like this. It looks like one so. So this is a question on Rashi. Right? When you read Rashi, Tosa asks that Rashi must be presupposing that the sun is coming on an angle. Because otherwise, that's how else would you have, how else would the breaks matter in the, in the height? Right? But Tosas asks, however do we measure schach, right? The Gemara talks in the first parak, Tosas doesn't cite this, but all sorts of angles, right? Sukkah Bashtras Kanayim, right? All these other things, right? All the different sukkahs. And it seems pashat that you judge the schach based on 12 o'clock. Bird's eye view. If that's the case, what's no, Rashi talking about? No. Then there shouldn't be a problem. No, then what is the chiddish bichlal in what Shmuel's saying? Right? This is not a case of chamsim with silsa. Bishlama, if we had to judge the sukkah on the basis of the angle, then in fact it would be a case of chamsim with silsa, that you'd have more sun than shade. But because the halacha says tosos is that we judge it from a bird's eye view, we judge it at 12 noon, so it doesn't matter if there's space between the schach and they're staggered in height like this or like that, it's irrelevant. The bottom line is the area, the surface area of the roof is covered by schach. If the surface area of the roof is covered by schach, so then it's, it will provide the requisite amount of shade at high noon, right? So what's he talking about? So Tos is something very interesting. Tos is the issue, the Chiddush of Shmuel. So what is that? What's the question? The question is then, therefore, what's the Chiddush of Shmuel? Right? Shmuel has to be saying, there's a Chiddush in the Mishnah of Sukkah Meduvlelis. So in Rashi, Rashi says the Chiddush of the Mishnah of Sukkah Meduvlelis is Chamsar Mumitzosa. We've created a type of sukkah that, that even though there's more sun than shade, it remains kosher. That's very novel. Tosus rejects that because he says it doesn't make sense. Right? Therefore, he says, what is the chiddush of Meduvleles? And this is something interesting. If you look at the bottom part of Tosus, the last, let's say, the top Tosus on the left, last four lines, Elahainu Taima, what's the reason it should be a problem? Mishum delo chashiv schach lehitztarev ki when you have a distance of three tfachim, more than the next, um, then it's not considered one schach. It's very interesting. It's very interesting. So it's not based on practical shade. It's very novel, right? Think about Tosa saying, Tosa saying, Agan Salamdas, right? If you'd, ask, if you'd ask a Stam Jew, Right, what is schach? I would have said, what would you say? So it's a roof. And what's the purpose of a roof? Provide shade, provides protection. Do you have it? If you judge it at 12 o'clock, yes. So what's the problem? Tosa says, no. When there's a distance, when there's a gap of three tfachim that exists between the two levels of schach, then it's not considered one schach lehitztarif. What does that mean? That is the sukkah middle. It's less than love. When it's less than three, then it's then it's fine. Right. So I'm saying why you have to have seven missions? Tell me another form of love. What's the, you're saying? Why why is love and a chiddush here? Yeah. Well, I I think it's quite mechudish because I what what is let's say it's more than three. What's the name of the psalm? 
What do you mean? I have a davar that's not makabel tumah. I have grass. I have. It's broken up. I'm saying just so, like any din. Who says there's a din? You have to have one roof. Let's say I have fifteen roofs. Who says? Now, where does such a din come from? No, no I'm asking. I, I don't know. I think Tosos is quite novel. I think it's very mechudas. You're right that lavud is pasha. Right, the name of the halacha that says we can merge the gap of three tefachim is lavud. And Rebbe Yaman is saying something absolutely right that if that's a halacha that's throughout shas, it's a shas halacha it comes up a zillion times and it come up on the bottom of the page in Mishnah and sorry Gemara and Erevin. It's, it's it's all over shas. That's not a chiddush. The, the chiddush of lavud is not a chiddush, but the chiddush that lavud that if you don't say lavud, there's a problem here. There's a gap bigger than three that that's problematic. That is a chiddush that Tosus is saying, and because in and actuality it's covering exactly the whole thing in actuality you day. are you are covering the whole thing from a bird's eye view, and that Tosus says is tos- anyway pasha. That's sukkabashtaros kanayim, I think, right? That's otherwise sukkabashtaros kanayim is no good. Because you're not getting shade from the schach, you're getting shade from the from the walls, right? It's the Gemara earlier when you build a if you build a shade in a can if you build a sukkah in a canyon. So the so the shade is being provided by the walls of the of the of the cavern of the of the canyon. Right? I mean, you imagine you have, imagine you build between two apartment buildings in Manhattan, your sukkah, right? So how much shade? They're hundred feet tall, okay? And your sukkah is ten feet tall. Your stock is right on top of your sukkah. But I build my sukkah on the ground floor, and then I have two apartment buildings adjacent to the sukkah that go up, you know, Empire State Building. So kosher apostle. Kasha. Why? How much, what percentage of the day is it getting shade from the sukkah? Very little. Minimal amount of time from the day it's getting shade from the sukkah. But what? Because when, at 12 noon, when it's directly overhead, the sukkah is a shade provider, the schach is a shade provider, it's then therefore kasha. That's a halacha mevueris, right? That's, 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 that's early in the game. Okay, it gets into the lumbus exactly of it. But Tosus actually doesn't cite... Tosus doesn't actually cite Ashtar's Kedayim. That was just in my mind. Right, so Tosus probably is better proof than my proof. But anyway, the point is, what's the point? Conceptually, though, you understand what I'm saying. And so what's the point? The point is we gauge your, the kashras of your stock at 12 noon. That's what Tosus says. That's what Tosus proves at the first three quarters of the I think that's more interesting. So therefore, Tosus is saying... So what's Rashi talking about? Right? So what's the answer? When it's more than three, it's not schach. It's not one schach. What does that mean? Like you're saying. You have schach. So there's a din that you have to have one schach? What, what kind of halacha is this? Bechlal, what kind of halacha is this? Wait, Harvey, you going to say something? Yeah, go ahead. Correct. Now, this concept is not local to sukkah; it's global to halacha, which is the way I think you'd say it. If anyone disagrees the way I'm saying it, feel free. Negligible space. Okay. Now, when do we consider space negligible? So my question then, in relation you to might this, disagree. Some others might disagree with that. For the roof itself. Are you implying that a portion of your sukkah may not be kosher, but some is kosher? Could some of it be kosher if, it's, if, it, if it meets the, 
the definition of having more shade than sun in that section of the sukkah versus <clears throat> maybe separated beyond lahut? I think that's true, but why, why, why is that relevant to... I'm just not sure where you're coming from well, I specifically. Thought you were, I thought you were, you were saying something about separating... Yeah, so Tosas is saying the problem of sukkah meduvleles, according to Shmuel, and the Chiddush, therefore, of saying love it in this case, is that when you have a gap of more than three, you have a distance of more than three between the various slats of your schach, so then, so then it's not viewed as one entity. But, but all, even though you have the, each one individually is a kasher schach, it's all you know, bamboo, bamboo or whatever it is, and even though at 12 noon there would be sufficient shade to render it a kasher sukkah, because overall there's still some room mechamsa, there's more shade than sun. Nevertheless, says Tosus, when there's a gap, it's a problem because the low chash of schach lehit starev ki aigavna. It's not considered schach to connect to each other. So who says there's such a problem? It's novel. It's definitely, I think, I think it's definitely novel. It's definitely a novel approach. So are we just using the fact that we'll just determine that that sukkah as a whole is not kosher in that case? <coughs> that's, what, that's what Tosus is saying. We're, we're just going to say possible. Tosus is saying if it's above, if there's a gap of more than three tfachim, i.e. you cannot say lavud, which means the space is not negligible, it's significant. Therefore, it's not considered one roof to be considered one schach lehitztarev to connect to each other, and therefore it's a problem. What is the name of that problem? I'm not sure. My concern is that when you have, real, when you have a big circle, you have a big roof, and let's say you're, I still don't know what this bell is, but let's say you're scattering your schach, your schach on the roof, and you, you create a situation where there's a section now that is outside of the love of the principle. Uh, are we going to... Are yeah. we going to then wait to see where the sun is at noon before we determine that the whole sukkah is still kosher, or are we going to se- separate that section out of the sukkah? I think, I think there are different concepts at play. In other words, we always gauge schach at high noon, Toso says. That's the time of day we gauge schach. Otherwise, the apartment gilding case is not, not going to be kosher, because 98% of the day, mm-hmm. you're getting shade from the roof, from the side, <coughs> from, the, from the walls, Right? Whether or not we say when you have a suffi- partially kosher sukkah, we could disregard the other half which is not kosher is an interesting question. But that would apply throughout the whole parak. In other words, let's say I put part of it under a roof and part of it was schach. It's a great question. It's a general question of sukkah. I don't see why that's particularly related to this issue. This issue would be one example of it. If I have kosher schach and the sukkah meduvlelas or... Not Meduvlelis, and more problematic. Well, only because of the issue of love and, and there's this separation. Uh, are, are we using then a circuit that has gaps all over that are more than three profits? Yeah, that's what we're talking about. That, okay. So yeah. that's, we're not discussing a partially Meduvlelis. We're talking about a fully Meduvlelis. Okay, we'll stop here. So where do we get up there? Yeah. Well, it's kind of it's it's Simcha's point, really. I think took us, conic- I, it wasn't, took us... Took us, took us, took us that was great. It was a great discussion. Very important conversation. But where, but where do we start?